It's the head coach of the Mishawaka Cavemen, Keith Kinder, joining us live here in the press box. Coach, outstanding victory for you guys last week, uh, defeating Elkhart Central, who was undefeated. Uh, your thoughts on getting that victory last Saturday? That was a big one. Um, by the way, I may stay up here with you guys. This view, <laughs> and it's comfortable up here. There's, there's no breeze. We got a good life up <laughs> yeah, here, you Keith. Do, man. You know, we really do. Yeah, I tell you. But, yeah, it was a really big win for us, particularly bouncing back from – uh, the tough loss to New Prairie by one point the week before. And, and so we, we spent all week stressing to our kids, hey, we're still alive in the conference, all right? Yeah. Um, but we got to take care of business, and we got to beat a, a, a good team on the road, which we were fortunate to do because I'm telling you, it, Central is the real deal. They really are. And, and they're going to they're going to beat some people before the season's over, all right? They're going to get Penn or New Prairie. I don't know which one or, or both, but I, they're going to, to get a big win. Uh, for that program they're just on the cusp of that so yeah it was a big win for us and, and this is a big one too because you know like I said I, I think that somebody can get New Prairie and then if that happens then the conference race opens up and this is a conference game tonight so we got to take care of business if we want a chance to to defend the trophy in week nine I want to talk a little bit about your defense I, I know you uh, held Mark Brownlee who I think is one of the outstanding running backs in the Northern Indiana Conference to his season low as far as offense goes the kids had to really be focused on him and, and uh, trying to stop an outstanding player like that. Yeah, and I do want to brag a little bit about our defense. He had a 61-yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, he's around 75 oh, yards on amazing. 20 carries. Then, so, I amazing. didn't realize that so that's amazing. He, really is. He is an incredibly patient <laughs> and skilled back, and he's bound to you know bust a big play. And, sure. we, and we knew that, but we knew that we had to get – guys to him and tackling when we had chances and I thought we did a great job of that our, our defensive coaching staff starting with coach Lewinsky um, and, and coach Caldroni uh, and the rest of the guys did a really good job of preparing our kids um, and then you know we've been a little bit beaten up on the defensive front we, we started three guys on the defensive line last week that were projected backups in August so um, <laughs> I, I mean and, and to and to play that well defensively has been has been really good for us. Now, we went into the season thinking that we had the most depth at defensive line, okay. and thank goodness well, that yeah. we did because we've needed it. I, well, you talk about your number of players that you have in the program, which has to really be something that's beneficial to you when someone goes down. Yeah, we're, we're really lucky. We've got uh, 35 freshmen, um, 110 kids, ninth through 12th yeah. grade. Um, but we, you know, it, here's how we're really lucky, Coach, and I know that you can appreciate this having been a head coach before. We've got eight coaches in our building. Eight wow. coaches oh, on our varsity staff. A real our advantage. I'll so, tell yeah, you. we've got guys that are constantly in the halls talking to kids, convincing them to come out for football. I spend a ton of time at the middle school talking with kids, meeting with the junior high staff, visiting the elementaries. Well, you know, it's the lifeblood of the program. So it's paying it, off the yeah, way it looks with, with the numbers that you do and have. We're really fortunate to have a really good junior, junior high staff as well. So, uh, you know, I'm pretty blessed in that regard. Let's switch over to the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, you lose two of the best players uh, Mishawaka's ever had in Chris Harness from Sam Sh and Sam Shively from a year ago, and yet here you are still at 4-2. Uh, Drew Mason, uh, Donovan Snyder stepping up in the, in the backfield, and then Justin Fisher doing a great job at the quarterback position. Your thoughts on the way uh, those players have stepped up to fill the gap of two exceptional players that graduated a year ago? Yeah, we are a lot different offensively than we were last year. You know, uh, and we, you and I talked about this on like before the season how last year on, on any play, Harness or Sively could go 70 yards yeah. for a touchdown. 
last week we had a, a run. Uh, Drew Mason had a 50-yard run, and that was the first play over 30 yards we've had all season. Wow. So we are, we are 12, 13, 14 play drive type of offense, and as long as we don't put the football on the ground, we've had success moving the football. But – uh, for a sophomore, Justin Fisher has done uh, a great job. I'm excited for you guys to get to see him play tonight. He is super competitive. He is a physical runner. Um, he's a sophomore, all right? So, you know, he's he's going to make a couple mistakes. And you Was that his brother that. that played last year for you? Or yeah, is that CJ's, another? Yeah, he's CJ, CJ's right. younger brother. Yeah, okay. so um, Justin's done a great job. Donovan Snyder is kind of the jack-of-all-trades for our team, uh, one of our best tacklers at free safety. And – just a really, really good ball carrier for us. You know, leads our team in touchdowns, second in rushing, um, and has done a really good job for us. And and so uh, I'm happy with where we are offensively. I think we got to keep progressing and 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 keep um, taking away those little penalties that cost you and putting the football on the ground. But can't be more proud of our offensive line. Um, you know, and our schedule is a bear. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so to be sitting at four and two um, right now, I think if you'd have told me that in August, I'd take it. And here's the deal. We're probably three plays away from being six and oh. Now that right. schedule is going to change uh, quite a bit next year uh, sure. with uh, with you guys moving to the Northern Lakes Conference. And clearly uh, the big uh, the big matzo ball and all that is Penn coming off the schedule, uh, unable to, to figure that out in the scheduling. And that might not happen now until at least 2024. Um, I imagine you got a feel for your kids quite a bit that that game's not going to be on the schedule moving forward because you're going to have kids that are, what, in eighth grade now that will never uh, play in that game. Yeah, you know, it is a really special game. And, if you know, the people that have been able to be blessed enough to play in the game or coach in the game, it, it's, you know, some of the best memories in coaching. I mean, our game last year was a classic. Um yeah. And we've had some some great games with them in the past since I've been here. So it, it is a really good game. Um, you know, it's above my pay grade um, <laughs> why we're not playing them or when we may play them. But I will tell you that I'm excited about the fact that we're going to be the first home game for Elkhart High next year, oh. all right, in week two. And I think, you know, got a lot of respect for, for both of the coaches over in Elkhart. So I don't know who's going to get that job. But um, – I think that that's got the makings of what could be a pretty special four-year rivalry, and then we'll see what happens after four years. Who knows? Well, uh, and then I know tonight is a special one because you know that guy on the sideline pretty well. Uh, in Brian Witten, uh, you guys were Little League teammates, uh, grew up t together. So I think it's probably got to always be cool when you're going up against one of your buddies. It is. You know, it, he, it, it is, it's cool. I feel for him because – and I just told yeah. him this. They – their record says they're 0-6, but they are not an 0-6 team. All right, you watch them on film. They are, they are skilled on offense. They are physical. They're fast on defense. They have just been probably one of the most unlucky teams that I've seen in a long time on film. Um, he's a great coach. I have a ton of respect for him. I'm, I'm scared as all get out that they're going to figure it out tonight because if they do figure it out, we're going to be in for one, you know what I mean? Like, and we've stressed that to our kids. You know, we don't look at the records. This is a, this is a good quality opponent in a tough conference, and, and that's the way that we've approached it this week. Who is the better baseball player, you or Coach Whitten? No, no I don't remember. I wasn't very good. I don't know if, if he so. Was, we're giving it to Coach Whitten. If he was, if the Osceola Little League. <laughs> I mean, that. if he was any good, he was better than I was. <laughs> well, okay, but, all right. We hear about. Uh, but what are some of the key factors that it's going to take to defeat St. Joe tonight? I think we've got to get off to a fast start. Um, I, I, 
Uh, hopefully we can get our defense on the field first and get a stop, uh, get a nice long possession going. Um, if, if they get some positive momentum early, you know, we're going to be in for, for a tough one. And, you know, us coaches would prefer that not be the case. So I, I think if we start fast, uh, I, I think we got a shot to be okay. But, but really it's just about – it's about us, and, and are we playing to our capabilities? Are we tackling well? Are we taking care of the football? And I think if we do those things, we'll be okay. Coach, thank you very much. Best of luck this Good evening. Good to see you guys. Great. Always good nice to, to talk you to week, you, Coach. Right. right.